stars to fight White flags fly tonight You are out of danger Welcome to episode 394 of Canada's Pinball Podcast. Happy Labor Day to everybody out there. I hope you all had a great long weekend with friends, with family, with food. Hopefully the weather was good where you were at. Hopefully you're not down in Florida about to get the brunt force of a hurricane. Uh, and speaking of time off, you know, I think we all need time off in life. In America, we get the least amount of vacation days in the world. And I think it puts a lot of people on edge. I think it stresses a lot of people out. And I think it makes people more likely to snap and lose control if something doesn't go their way. And I have two great episodes of Canada's Pinball Podcast that are already in the can. They've been I've done two interviews, one with someone who flipped a Big Lebowski, and the other with Larry. You know him as Dr. Frightener, very outspoken on Pinside. He wanted to come on and argue with me about the merits of Willy Wonka. And we have a good discussion about it. I think you're going to enjoy both of those episodes. But I didn't want to talk about either of that on this episode of Canada's Pinball Podcast. And I've been thinking a little bit about the climate in the pinball world right now and in the pinball community. And I wanted to do a show in which I ask everybody out there who loves pinball, who's a fan of the pinball uh, game and a fan of the community, and, and just loves pinball, I want to ask everybody out there to just calm down a little bit. There's a lot of negativity, a lot of toxic behavior, a lot of you know vitriol swirling around the hobby. And I actually don't understand why. I know that we're experiencing some quality control issues in the hobby right now, and that's okay. These things will happen from time to time. But what's not okay is that the community that should be united during these moments to make sure we get the quality control taken care of, that should unite all of us, not divide us and create fighting and bickering amongst each other. Because we're all in this together, right? I mean, you and I, you listener of the show and me and everyone who's on Pinside and on different forums, we all, for the most part, last time I checked, 99.9% .9 of us are pinball fans. We're hobbyists. Some of us are new inbox buyers. Some of us are not. Some of us are tournament players. Some of us are speculators. Some of us are just casual dudes who love pinball, who walk into barcades and put down $20 and enjoy pinball. Some of you just go over to your friend's house every other weekend and have a little league night. We're not all the same. But I just want everyone to understand that when an issue like this is at the shores of the pinball community, we should all just stick together. I don't know why anyone's fighting. Why is anyone arguing over the fact that we now, all of us collectively, whether you like it or not, there's just an issue that everyone would like to see taken care of, right? Do you want people to buy games that have a defect, right? No one, no one wants that. Nobody wants a company out there that we love to send consumers products that has a defect. Nobody wants to see their friend have to like open up a box after they spend a lot of money and see something wrong with the game. I think we all agree on that. So that's why I don't understand why there's so much division right now. 
And I've been trying to think about that for the last few days is why do people in moments like this, why don't we just band together and help each other out, help each other through it and band together and demand that the pinball companies out there actually solve the problem and communicate to us what the solution is, right? I I think if there's anything we all just want to hear, it's that one of these major manufacturers will actually come out and admit there is an issue and we still haven't seen that. And because we haven't seen them admit that there's actually an issue, we also have not heard anyone really articulate what the solution will be. But here's what I'm asking everybody out there is to stop all the 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 anger and 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 the, the name calling and, and all of the battling of each other. You guys are all in the same boat together. And I think the source of some of it is this. I think, look, there are some people out there and they know who they are. They're very vocal on some of these forums and some of those people out there just never buy anything new in box. So I think for some of those people out there, and I'm not gonna name names, but they know who they are. They haven't bought a game in years. And yet they go into all the new in box threads in which owners are having issues and they love to stir the pot. They love to call these new inbox buyers crybabies and winos and just, just enjoy the game. Don't worry about it. This is just pinball. This is the new normal. And I have to say, like when you're spending your hard-earned money on these pinball machines, you want to open up the box. And on day one, the game should be somewhat perfect. No. And these games should hold up over time. And so you have that sort of crowd that is outside looking in. And I think some of them just loathe new inbox buyers. I, I do. I think they look at new inbox buyers like they're fools and they're morons. And, and they're the reason why these games are so expensive because these new inbox buyers keep chasing after everything. And, and, and I'm going to go into threads in which I don't even own the game, right? I don't even have a Jurassic Park or a Willy Wonka. And I'm going to go in there and I'm going to keep talking and talking and talking. Okay, so you've got that crowd. Then you've got the new inbox buyer crowd who's probably somewhat sick and irritated that they have to constantly hear from some of those people every day. And they just want their new game to be perfect as, as long as they can, you know, as long as they can keep it as perfect as possible or at least maintain the integrity of the machine. And we know that, look, it's a pinball game. It's going to have some wear and tear. But what we're seeing right now is not that normal wear and tear. You know, a guy like Richie Wrench, he, to me, he embodies the enthusiasm and the passion of the new inbox buyer. I mean, look at the guy's collection. He's got a quarter million dollars in pinball machines. He keeps them pristine. He loves pinball. When you talk about wanting these companies to succeed and wanting to expand pinball, you want guys like Richie Wrench to be excited and, and not to and to not lose their cool. But I saw Richie Wrench, normally the most even-keeled guy this weekend, just lose it on Pinside. And, 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 and when I see stuff like that, I know that it's getting way too toxic. You got guys like Derek, friend of the show, big Jersey Jack fan. You know, he's also like on Pinside all day long. And I tell him, man, you're gonna, you're gonna suck yourself in to a negative vortex because you're gonna start to like make pinball the absolute center of your universe all day long. And you're just gonna keep getting into arguments with people about this issue. And it's happened to him because look, yes, yes, you could just go play your game and enjoy the game. Like none of this clear code issue stuff is is impacting people's ability to play the game. It's more of a cosmetic thing. 
And that's also like a really interesting way to look at this hobby is I think that people who have cosmetic desires to keep their pinball machines beautiful, I don't think tournament players relate at all to those people. I do think tournament players and people that are all about just just does the game work, forget about all the cosmetic stuff and you got a chip in your shooter lane that doesn't really matter. I, I think some of that community looks at the cosmetic people as like a little bit of like prima donnas like they're they're so obsessed with keeping these things mint and like I said before like tournament players don't really care it's not their machine and there is a big difference between an owner's mentality and a renter's mentality and tournament players are just renting their time on that machine they don't own it and it's okay it's okay the community will always be made up of both of those those uh those communities it and and you know at times we see eye to eye and at times we don't now, for me, the big issue continues to be one simple thing. It's like, I don't want to see us fight each other. I want to see us all united because nobody wants to see their friend open up a game that has a defect. We now know, collectively, with enough photos and enough documentation, we now know, collectively, as a community, that there is something wrong with the clear coat in these games. That games made in 2019 will be sort of we'll have a black mark over them or a dark cloud over these games i think build date is going to matter like never before in pinball when was this game made because we know something's not right like something just isn't right like we're seeing jurassic parks and willy wonkas with artwork lifting off of the clear and so we all we want all we want and i think the manufacturers just nobody wants to do this all we want to know is that you're going to stop making these games until the problem is solved. That's all we want to know. We want to know what your findings are. We want to know what the solution is going to be. And until that happens, I think we all should just stick together, lock arms, and again, just say, like, why would we go in and, and just blindly follow these manufacturers and buy these games when we don't know what's going to be inside that box? We could have a problem-free game. We could have a game with no problems. Um, we could have a game with a lot of problems. And so are you willing to roll the dice on things that cost this much? You know, like remember when people used to like buy TVs and you, you open up the box and there's a dead pixel, like one dead pixel on a brand new like 4K TV, I would send it back because it's so annoying to have when the screen is all black to have that white pixel staring at you. And guess what? TV manufacturers will take back a three to four thousand dollar TV that has dead pixels. So when you open up your pinball machine and there, and there's like serious clear coat issues, are, are they going to take it back? Are they going to cover it? Is it easy to send it back? What what is the resolution that we're going to get? And no one knows yet. No one knows yet. And look, the other thing that's happening is is this is sort of like eroding friendships within the hobby and relationships within the hobby. Okay. Like, I, I, mean, I used to be on good speaking terms with Jersey Jack. He doesn't respond to me now. I offered Jack a, to, the chance to just come on the show and tell us what's happening. And I think it would be to his benefit to come on the show and talk to us about the issues. Uh, the reason why I uploaded the, uh, that podcast that he gave his, his response to, and I, and I wanted you to hear it, because I do take a little bit of offense that when you are going to give a response on this issue 
you go to some obscure pinball podcast that doesn't have nearly the listener base of all of the top pinball podcasts out there, right? And then you allow them for 10 minutes to make all these excuses for the lack of communication for the issue itself, right? I don't think, show of hands, does anyone out there think this is not a legitimate concern? Does anyone out there think this isn't a real issue? But yet when I heard those two gentlemen talk about it and downplay it and just continue to go on this road of like this is the new norm or this is it's always been this way it hasn't and I, i'm just i don't want to hear these excuses again we sh it's and here's the thing that sucks is i think whether you're a fan of stern or jersey jack it then creates you know sort of like the fans of those companies come out like in defense of them but here's the real issue this isn't jersey jack's problem they, they didn't cause this problem. They inherited it, this problem from the playfield manufacturer, from the vendor that, that created these games. And so I know that it's really frustrating for them, frustrating for them to have to deal with this, an unforeseen issue like this. But don't for a moment think that me going after Jersey Jack about wanting a response to this issue or me going after Stern for one minute indicates that I'm not a big fan of those companies. We all want to see Stern and Jersey Jack do well. We all want to see pinball be successful. We all want to champion these pinball companies and, 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 and give them our money when they deliver a product that satiates what we're looking for in pinball. But that doesn't mean when an issue like this happens that we should bury it under the rug that we should stop talking about it, that we shouldn't demand that they tell us what the solution is, that we shouldn't get better communication than what we're getting. You know, the stuff we're getting is very, very scripted. It's very pre-planned. It's very, it's very unclear and ambiguous what actually they're going to do for us. And so they're not going to be able to escape, uh, it, you know, coming clean on this issue at some point. And they still haven't done it yet. I mean, we, we really haven't heard anything from Stern. Anything other than Zach telling us that it's not a widespread issue. They, 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 but they're not admitting to anything. I mean, I responded to Zach and said, well, what are you going to do for the Jurassic Parks that have chipped clear coat? And the artwork is lifted up. What are you going to do for those people? And I've, I've, I've received zero response. And, and you know, I, 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 do think, I do think that it's my role to just keep hitting this drum a little bit for you guys. But we're all in this together. I know that everybody wants to see this problem fixed. Everybody wants to see this problem go away. And nobody, because here's the thing, nobody wants to see this problem continue onto the next games. Like we're in September right now. Like we should be really excited about seeing the collector's edition of Willy Wonka. We should be excited about opening your LEs of Willy Wonka. You should be excited about your Jurassic Park LEs about to go out. I mean, I've heard from many people, not just a few, a good number of people that have said, I've canceled my Jurassic Park LE. I'm going to wait to see how this plays out. I think that's the smart way to go. How can you feel good about going in on it when they won't tell us that they've fixed the problem because we know the process for making the, you know, the pro versions of Jurassic Park playfields is the same process that they're going to use for making the LEs. And you just can't spend $9,000 on a game without knowing they've solved the problem. I mean, we don't want to see this problem carry over to Elvira. 
We don't want to see this problem happen on Guns N' Roses. We just want to see it go away. And we just want them to tell us they found it and they fixed it. And then we can move on and it should be a non-issue. Now look, if the reality is or the new reality is that water-based clear coats will never be as good as the clear coats from before and this is the new reality, then here's, here's what has to happen. Then these pinball companies need to realize that this isn't good enough and they're going to have to engineer and R&D and innovate a new way by which pinball playfields are, are, are created. They might have to start thinking about playfield protectors going into these games. They, they have to figure out a solution and they must be working on it. They must be working on it. But here's, here's the thing. They'll never tell us they're working on it because then you won't buy a game right now. And it's, it's, it's unfortunate, but the two biggest pinball companies in the world right now basically have their customers concerned about a defect that nobody wants in a game. And they must be really concerned that you are being told by multiple sources of people like myself to just wait and don't buy anything until until they tell us what the problem is and what the solution is. And we should stand together firmly as a community and as, and as hobbyists and demand that we just get an answer finally to what the problem is. And we should not buy because your wallets will speak louder than any podcast, than, than, than any you know, canned statement about you know, you know, that, oh, everything's fine, and distributors telling you, you know, it's, it's, it, yeah, it is an issue, but you, know, you shouldn't stop buying right now. Come on, we're all in the same boat together. But it's also a good time to do something else. Let me tell you something, what I would do if I were you, all right? I would take a break. Everybody, take a break. Give them time to figure this out. Give them time to solve the issue. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in a week. It's not going to happen right now. And as much as we would love an immediate solution, we're not going to get one. And so you could go on the pin side every day and get upset, or you could just turn it off and give these manufacturers the time they need to figure it out. Because here's what will happen. When they finally do figure it out, we will all be the first to hear about it because we are all the closest of anyone in the world to actually hearing about the news in pinball, right? You guys are all, we're all in the same boat. No one else really knows what's going on with pinball. This is such a non-issue to everyone else in the world because no one else in the world even cares, right? They, they don't care. No one cares that our little clear coats are chipping and puddling by the post. I mean, go up to anyone and say, hey, there's a puddling issue by the post on a slingshot on a pinball machine and look at the, the dumbfounded look you will get. It's just us. And there's a few thousand of us. But here's, here's what we all know is we, we do make up a good portion of the pinball buying community and we absolutely make up a higher percentage of the kinds of people that will buy collector's editions of games and LE editions of games. See, that's the thing that's really gonna hurt these manufacturers. We are the LE and collector edition army. We are, all right? The Stern army might be the tournament players who will always go to bat for Stern. But the people who listen to this podcast, you're more likely to buy an LE 
or a collector's edition because this is what this show is all about. I mean, I mean, I talk about the collectible nature of pinball, the quality of pinball machines, pinball magic. Are we getting everything we, we're paying for? And so if this show is going to influence the buyers of these companies, it's going to be the high-end buyer for the most part. Now, look, we still get 2,500 people who listen to pretty much every show. And even if just, let's just say 10%, 10% of people who listen to this show are going to hold off on buying something, that's still a good number of people, right? That's If 10% of people on this show decide not to buy an LE or a CE, we have just affected 50% of the potential sales of those collector edition machines or those LEs for Jurassic Park. And that's a big number. And that number starts to get really, really high in terms of hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, that could be uh, withheld from distributors and from manufacturers if people just hit pause. Now, look, I think the number of people who are going to be waiting on the sidelines before a, a solution is much more than 10% of the listener base of this podcast. But we, you know, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. And I'm starting to see more and more people like understand this is like maybe it's a good time to take a break. Like spend a couple weeks off of Pinside. What's going to happen? Let's just say you don't go on Pinside for two weeks. You're not going to miss out on buying anything. Jurassic Park LEs are going to be available from distributors. Willy Wonka Collector's Editions, I don't even think we're going to see it until they have a solution to this problem. They, they, it would be catastrophic. If they were to ship collector's edition machines and we saw playfield issues, they know that. They're not stupid. These people are not stupid. I know they're scrambling. I know some of their marketing and communication seems pretty piss poor, but they're not dumb. They do care. You know, not for a moment do I think that Jack and 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 you know George Gomez and all those guys, they care a lot. You think Keith Elwin want like this is the most of the discussion in the Jurassic Park threads right now are around this right lift the post up by the upper right flipper and then the you know the clear coats chipping you think he wants to see that his game is 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 being deconstructed about the playfield quality the clear coat quality is driving the conversation not the shot geometry you know not the combos not the great animations all of it within the diehard community is being overridden by these quality control issues and of course they want to see it go away and of course they want to find out what the problem is and of course they want to get it solved it's just going to take them some time so i i do i do implore all of you out there uh to you know take a break take a break from from talking about it and just say one thing we're not going to talk about this again and i'm going to i'm going to do the same thing right now on this podcast this is we are not going to continue to talk about this topic over and over and over again although i did ask larry about it on the interview but as far as i'm concerned we've said enough about this topic as far as i'm concerned you know where we stand as a community we should stick together and demand the manufacturers solve this problem and tell us what the solve is we should also expect them to take care of those affected by this problem with a, with a solution that is adequate to those people who have been affected. Nobody deserves to buy a defective game, a game with a clear coat that is defective. Nobody. And if it happened, we're sorry. But there needs to be a recall and, and some sort of solution on, on those games that have been affected. We don't know how many it will be. And again, I, I, if, if they can't financially afford to give people like new stuff, 
then give them a discount on the next game or something. They've got to figure out a way to, to make people feel good about this. I think over time, we're going to realize buying games, you know, 2019 model year games are not going to be desirable if this happened to many, many games. Uh, but I think, you know, now is the time to just have a little patience, people. Let them see what they can do, and we'll have to go from there. But don't attack each other. If you don't have any skin in the game, just, just ask yourself, why am I going into this thread? And why am I, like, poking fun at people that are experiencing an issue here? It's not, it's not cool to do that. It's not fun to do that. I, I, I think we all need to have a little bit of empathy and sympathy for people who spent a lot of money and opened up a box and they got a defective clear coat in a game. Okay, we, sh- we should have some empathy for people in, in the community, right? I-, I wouldn't want that to happen to you. I hope you would not want that to happen to me as well. All right, so that's the thing. That's it. We're going to go on with other topics. There aren't that many topics. I mean, even Special One Lit is like, there's no news. Just call us up and leave us a message and we'll, we'll, we'll respond to your messages. It is the beginning of September. Uh, we don't have any new games coming out for probably until Expo, which is another six weeks. And best believe this will be something that will have to be addressed at Expo because Expo is a moment in which the manufacturers and the fans and the buyers are all together at the same place. And what better news to give people than, hey, we've figured out the problem. If you ask me, I don't know. I don't know if we're ever going to hear that. But we can't keep talking about it on every episode. I know you're probably getting sick of it. We're going to move on. I think you're going to find it really interesting when we talk to the big Lebowski flipper. And and Larry is always, always entertaining and engaging. Uh, he tells me why I am wrong on Willy Wonka. And, and I push back. I push back. But that's what I want to have, right? I want to have a, a healthy debate about why I like a game or why I don't. I don't want to have to talk about like clear coat. Like there's nothing nothing about a pinball machine is is, is you know not, no effort goes into like the clear coat. Like that is just supposed to be like something that is you don't have to worry about. I I want to go back to talking about the elements of pinball that we love and we were never talking about clear coat until Dimplegate and now it's it's puddling gate. And, and hopefully we can move past this because it's, it, it does. It sucks the fun out of the hobby. Everyone, have a great Labor Day. I'm serious. As you, as you turn this show off, just turn Pinside off for a week. Let's all take a week off of Pinside, all right? You, you'll have two shows from me. You're not going to miss anything, I promise you. And Derek, if I see you post again, we're, we're going to send you to Pinside Rehab, man. It's it's going to ruin your life. There is so much more to life than pinball, people. You have to understand this. If you put yourself inside those pinball forms every day for hours a day, it's going to consume you. It's going to destroy your happiness. And you, the last thing you're going to do is you're going you're gonna to read about pinball more than you actually play it. You're going to think about it more than you play it. You're going to argue with people that you would never even argue with if you were with them in person having a beer. It's not worth it, all right? Flinnybus, I'm going to buy you a beer, man. Chill out. Chill out. There's more to your day than going into these threads and picking on these guys who are having clear code issues, right? And manufacturers out there, you know, you know you have to say something eventually on this, and we're all waiting to hear, but we're going to give you time to come up with a solution. We know it can't happen overnight. 
will stop beating you down right now and just let you fix the problem. And I hope like a couple months from now, this is just a non-issue we never talk about again. All right, everyone, have a great day. Pinball at gmail.com. We'll talk to you soon. Ooh.